Hey y'all, welcome and welcome back to the Layers Podcast. My name's Armel and I'm your host for today. I'm so glad you're here, so glad you're listening. If you haven't heard one of the episodes I've done before, you're in for a good talk. You're in for a good talk. If you want to listen, you can go back, listen to the old ones, stay tuned for this one, explore if you want to. But I'm glad you're here. Now let's get right into it. Title of today's episode is I'm Not Equipped. I don't know about y'all, but there has been a long, 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 long period of time where I felt like I don't have enough to fulfill my purpose or my goals in life. I'm not equipped. Like, I can't do this. And you'll literally tell God, like, or not you, but me, I would literally be like, God, I can't, it's not in me, I can't do it, I don't know what I'm doing, and God is really looking down like, girl, what are you talking about, what are you talking about, and I really got the idea and concept of this podcast from a devotion I was reading on the Version Bible app, and it's called Alone But Not Lonely, and you know, this day too was hidden hard because it was talking about not being equipped. And there was obviously more to it, but this is what I got out of it about feeling equipped. Now, why don't I feel equipped? That's the main question. Because it's like, you would think that if God wants me to fulfill my purpose, to serve in this kind of way, to do whatever that God wants me to do, you would think like he would supply me with what I need. Being equipped means to supply or provide. So I'm like, God is a provider. He's supposed to supply for my needs. So why is it not there? Why is it not enough? I want to specifically focus in on singing because that's my gift, my talent. I was given a voice and I've been on worship team basically all my life. Um, And I really feel like I could not take worship to the level I wanted to take worship to because I wasn't confident, wasn't courageous. Like, the goal was to be a worship leader, but I couldn't lead a song on my own. Uh, To this day, I'm still working on being able to stand on stage in front of a bunch of people and deliver a song the way I know I can deliver it. I could lead a song on stage, but it's going to be real plain and simple just because I'm scared or out of fear. I don't go full on out. But I'm like, how can I overcome that? Why hasn't God given me the ability to overcome that and to do more? I don't know what your gift or talent is, but do you ever ask yourself, like, you hold this expectation for yourself and you're like, God, why can't I reach it? Because I know you want the best for me. Like, there's no reason I should be failing or falling this hard. Because I know the end goal is to, to get better, to, to do good. So what's going on? What's going on? Why don't I have enough? What's going on? Um, And I thought about Luke chapter 9, verse 10 through 17. And this is when Jesus feeds the 5,000. Okay, so Jesus is telling his disciples, Jesus is like, no, the disciples come up to Jesus first, right? And they're like, Jesus, I think we should send the people home to the villages so they could come get, so they could go get food, you know, get something to eat. And Jesus is like, 
you go feed them. You feed them. The, that was Those were the exact words of Jesus. You feed them. Replying to the disciples. And the disciples are like, Jesus, we ain't got no money. What are you talking about? How are we supposed to feed all these people? Like, who's buying the food? Then Jesus gets up and it's like, I'm going to just handle it like, y'all, y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Jesus splits the people into groups of 50. He gets two loaves, five loaves, my bad, five loaves and two fish. And he feeds the 5,000. You know, he prays for it and it multiplies. And there's leftover. There's leftover after that. So my question is, why did Jesus say to the disciples, you feed them? There had to be something in the disciples that Jesus knew they had in them that made them capable of feeding the 5,000 without money. It's not something materialistic. Lots of times when it came to my gift, to my voice, I'm thinking materials like, I don't have a place to record. I don't have a, like, even with the podcast, I don't have a mic. I don't have a, before I got a mic, or I don't have a place to record. I don't have this and this and this. We're looking at all the material things we don't have, but it's really deeper than that. What, like, your, your instrument is you. What you need is you, yourself, you, yourself, and God. So Jesus saw something in the disciples and was like, you feed them, but the disciples did not see it. Now, why? The disciples not see it. And what is it that was in them? And then in the devotion, you know, it said the gift doesn't hold the power. The spirit does. And my mind was just blown because I'm like this whole time, like I'm relying on myself, like practicing in a mirror on my own, trying to get better, trying to get gain confidence in some kind of way instead of relying on the Holy Spirit to lead me when I'm on stage. I'm like, when have I ever, when have I ever just been like, Holy Spirit, activate, (laughs) you know? Like, when have I ever, like, actually tapped in to what God has given us due to our salvation? You receive the Holy Spirit through salvation, and you're saved when you believe. That's how salvation works, you know. In Romans chapter 10, Verse 9, it says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And it's just like, salvation is that easy. I mean, I'm not going to call it easy because for some people it's hard, but I'm, it's like, I know I'm saved because I believe that God is enough for me. I'm able to confess my sins to God and be like, I'm wrong in this way. I want to change. I want to do better. So once you're saved, once you've received salvation, you automatically have the Holy Spirit. That's, that's, that's the Holy Spirit activating. So it's in you, but why aren't we putting it to use? It's in you, but why aren't you putting it to use? The second verse I want to look at is Acts chapter 16, verse 30 to 31. Um, And it says, then he brought them out and asked, sir, what must I do to be saved? And these are people, you know, coming up to Jesus, asking him questions, you know, out and about. And it says they replied, coming out to disciples, you know, asking them, what can we do? What can we do? You know, they're trying to learn more. And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. So it's like we have salvation, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit, but 
how are we going to use that? How are we putting it to use? Or why is it not affecting the way I want it to affect? Why is it not activating the way I want it to activate? Why aren't I feeling the power of the Holy Spirit the way I should in moments I need it most? And that's the question I had. I was like, what's going on, Holy Spirit? Why aren't you activating when I'm, why am I trembling on stage? You know, like, what's going on? What's going on? So Jesus believes you have the power because he knows from your salvation you were given the Holy Spirit. Same thing with the disciples. They believed, they knew what was up, so they had the Holy Spirit in them, giving them the power and authority to do anything in Jesus' name. But they did not realize that power, which is why they were confused when they had to feed the 5,000. If you don't know the power and authority you have, over anything in your life, if you can't tap into that, then you you can't expect the Holy Spirit to activate or be put into use the way you want it to be put into use because you're not using your equipment. Your main piece of equipment that you need is just sitting there. It made me think about my new apartment. I'm in here for school, you know, college, first year, And my parents just packed my fridge, like packed my fridge. I mean, I have endless bread, bread for days, chicken for days, steak for days, pork, veggies, rice. Like y'all, the rice is never, and I have everything in here to make myself a meal and we'll still go out to the student center and get Chick-fil-A. And it's like, girl, you gaining weight, you... (laughs) And you got all the healthy stuff you got in the house. You're just not putting it to use. You're losing money at the student center and wonder why you're broke. But you're not putting what you have to use. It's in the kitchen. Open up the fridge. Get a cookbook if you don't know how to cook. And put that stuff to use. It's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. It's inside of you. But you're out there looking to the world, looking to social media, looking to friends, looking to whatever it is to fulfill you or to help you. And like y'all ever search your videos on YouTube, like for me, it will be like how to get a better voice or when you were a kid, like how to do the splits or stuff like that. You, you're asking all these questions instead of asking God and asking God to help you and lead you in that area. And it's like, it's right there. It's right there in front of you, but you're not putting it to use. You're not putting it to use or it's not activating or I don't know if activate is the word I should use, but it's not, you know, it's not showing out the way you want it to show out. You know, the spirit be showing out like at church and the worship leaders be singing everybody tears, tears. That's the spirit. But it's like, I want to get people in tears. How do I do that? How do I, how do I get to that point? And it was like, boom, it was, it was like a click. And it's like, you need to feed your spirit in order for it to manifest, I'd say. If you want the Holy Spirit to show out, you need to feed it. The Bible talks about feeding your spirit plenty times. I don't really have verses on it, but I can definitely put them below. But feeding your spirit may consist of prayer, may consist of worship, It's going to require you to guard your heart, and guarding your heart may mean loving yourself, watching your surroundings. There's a lot of components to it, but if you're not feeding your spirit, you cannot expect for it to show out or to work in the ways you need it to work. 
it's equipment like there's some equipment let's say you're going to the gym to work out like in order for that equipment to be effective or for you to use it effectively it's gonna need to be oiled in different parts you're gonna need to wash it after every use like there's maintenance to keeping up with the equipment you probably don't do the maintenance if you go to a gym, but you know the workers they got they got a list of steps of things they need to do to make sure everything is in shape and good for people to use throughout the throughout the day. There's a reason these machines are able to stay you know in good shape for years and years and years and years and years because they're being kept up so if you're not keeping up with your holy Spirit. Whatever the case may be, and all you're doing is feeding your soul a bunch of rubbish, then I don't know what you expect. You're going to be trembling on that stage. You're not going to be able to deliver that song the way you want to deliver it because you'll be on TikTok for five hours, then say a short little prayer before bed and call it a day. Like, as much as, I mean, short prayers are not bad. Honestly, you got to start somewhere. But you got to have a goal and mindset in in mind that like I want to get better in this area so it's gonna take me tapping in to my faith a little more to grow that faith that helps your spirit grow like it's gonna take you reading a little more than one verse per day it's gonna take you being in prayer a little more being more intentional about your prayer talking to God about the hard things that you never speak up about being vulnerable in the hardest places and then guarding your heart like watching like if the people around you aren't helping you feed your spirit then you might want to watch that circle you might want to look around and be like hmm maybe I shouldn't be around these people as much as I am maybe these people are affecting me in a way that's hurting me more than lifting me up and that's literally all it takes in order to you know feed your spirit make sure your spirit is is you know helping you achieve whatever that goal you have in mind is whatever your purpose is and fulfill it to the fullest um one of the leaders that i recently met sent me a message about how to pray for my gift and i was like mm, i i i've never I I don't remember, like I said earlier, like I don't remember the day I prayed for my gift. It's like I had this goal to be this one worship leader and it's like have I really like sat down and thought about it? And this is this is what he said. He said, "Every night as much as you can remember, pray and thank God for the voice he gave you and the musical gift that is inside of you. Tell him you're going to use his breath to bring souls to him." Tell him that you love him for it. Ask him to enhance your gift and turn it into an anointing. Ask him to let his hand come upon you whenever you open your mouth or whenever you put your hands on an instrument. Watch him bless your life. And I'm like, these are points. I'm I'm writing notes on this, this one short little message, you know, bullet points, because it's like, these are all pointers I need to get me to where I want to be that I've been missing out on this whole time. All these years, I've had the ability to sing, and I haven't been able to take it to the level I want to take it to because I'm not deep in prayer. Now, there is some people that, you know, they're just naturally talented. Like, 
they don't need to put in extra work. They might be living their life any kind of crazy way and they're still able to, um, you know, do it. Like, I know some people that get on stage and just put on a show, just act it out. But there's a difference between putting on a show and an act that people remember in the moment than touching someone's heart and people will remember it forever. When you're operating on the Holy Spirit, your one voice, your one word, your one action, whatever it may be, will impact people for life. So you may see people putting on an act, putting on a show, but you, you have the power to make an impact in someone's life and to save souls when you tap in to the Holy Spirit and let him lead you and guide you through fulfilling your purpose and fulfilling your gift. Now, sometimes you get to a point where you're praying a little too much and you're like, God, what's happening? What's happening? Like, you're not doing nothing. But I was literally listening to a sermon this morning and it was talking about sitting still and listening in a dark season. You might be in a dark season and be like, my life is falling apart, but maybe it takes that dark season to teach you something that you weren't getting in the high moments you weren't getting when you were up and moving and operating every day you got something to do you got a full to-do list like sometimes these distractions in life it could be work school whatever the case may be take you away from that moment you actually need to sit down and seek God to the fullest you might have that gift but Because you're so busy, every day your prayer is, God, thank you, and you move on. It might take you having to be in a dark spot to actually cry out to God and be like, God, I need you in this area for whatever it is to be revealed to you. So not losing faith and not losing trust in those hard moments, see, it requires strength and courage. And sometimes that's all it takes to move on to that next level, to reach your potential, to to fulfill your purpose, and just do what you want to do in life. You feel me? Last thing I want to talk about is the way you live your life. Because actions speak louder than words. And if you're not living out the way God wants you to live out, then you could do all the praying in the world, but... You're still not going to have the same effect on people that you need to be having on people and that you want to be having on people because you're not living your right life. We should be striving to become holy. I was going to say become like God, but we're not trying to become like God. Like God is God, you know, like be for real. But becoming holy, like, and not even like in a cringe type, like holy this, holy. Like some people, when they hear becoming holy, it's like a turn off. I don't know why, but it's like cringe and they run away from it and all the things like you just hear it. And it's just like, uh, I don't know if I could do that, but anyone is capable. Anyone is capable of striving for a holy life. And this is because some people, and I'm going to say this, including myself, can't handle your calling and purpose the way you look like right now, the way you're living right now, you can't handle that next that next big picture that God has for you. And you're going to need some training, which is why the development of 
of the person you are, you know, starts in becoming holy. Like, that's how you develop your character. That's that's how, like, when you walk somewhere, people are able to look at you and see Jesus. When you speak, people are able to hear Jesus. Like, you have to develop your character. You have to strive to develop your character in order to fulfill your purpose to the fullest, literally to the fullest. So whatever that might be for you, because it's different for anyone. But, you know, for me, I kind of just look at, look at my sins, list it out if you need to, write it out, journal it, and be like, okay, God, this is where I'm struggling. This is where I'm going to need help because this and this is my goal. Like, it could be cussing. It could be gossiping. It could be sexual immorality. Whatever it is for you, you need to be able to be like, God, I'm wrong in this area. I need help in this area. Like, help me be more like you. And a simple prayer like that can just do so much because God can transform you and develop you to make you the person you need to be in order to fulfill your purpose and calling. We can't give a baby a mic and be like, here, girl, go, go sing on stage, touch the souls of the people, make them cry, make them do whatever. No, like we need the baby to grow up. We need the baby to learn a few notes. You know what I mean? So maybe that's your life right now. Maybe that's your soul right now. You're still developing. You're still a kid in areas that you need to be developed in so you're not able to fulfill your purpose. So just think about it like that. And I'm really just telling myself as well to think about it like that because I am equipped. I have the equipment, but it's about using the equipment the right way, being intentional about the way I could use the equipment. You know, you know, I could use a a spoon for 2011 different things. Just look on um, five minute crafts like you could you have the equipment you have the equipment you are equipped you are equipped you can tap into greater greater is coming god is there for you the bible's there for you like i wouldn't have got this if it wasn't for the bible you know had to educate myself first use it it's there for you and that's it that's it for today's ep i hope y'all enjoyed i hope you learned something um, tap in for the next episode. I upload every Monday. Thanks for listening. Peace out.